2: Welcome to Hooked, the podcast where we give you all the plot hooks that you will ever need in your entire role playing career. I am your host, Nancy Weber, and with me today to help me get plot hooks into your ears are none other than James Elliott and telegram Grimley, both returning. Welcome, gentlemen. It's Thank pleasure. You. Thanks, then. Do you want to introduce yourselves and your various interests again oh, for sh- new listeners?
1: Sure, why not? Well, hello to all the new listeners and to the return listeners. Uh, yeah, I'm James from the Brisbane Treasure Hunt Society. Uh, we make uh, immersive treasure hunt, uh, treasure map-driven experiences full of puzzles and whatnot. Um, yeah, the whatnot
2: is the important part. That's right. Mm.
1: That's the mystery that you Remember pay for. that. <laughs> <laughs> Got to love some whatnot. Yeah. Oh, it's
2: it's good stuff.
1: Um, yeah, and I also host a fictional reality, a podcast about puzzles
0: and mysteries. And yeah, so we'll put links to those in the show notes. Thank you. Uh, and Tully, um, I'm Tully from my house. And what do you do then? Um, a lot of, a lot of, not much. Oh. A lot of, not much. A lot of study. Ugh. Yeah, lots of fun. <laughs> this is probably coming out, out around about my next exam block. So, uh, good luck, me.
2: Good luck you! Uh, If you're joining us for the first time, uh, we take inspiration from a random Magic the Gathering card as well as a random word, and we come up with uh, some hooks for you to use, and the method we do that is uh, in the manner of a magic trick. We'll each come up with a pledge, which is the seed or the basis of an idea, and then collaboratively we'll kind of extend those ideas through to a pledge, a bit of a, uh, uh, sorry, a turn, so we'll expand it on a bit, and then we'll twist it into a prestige, which is how you get it into your game and how it will affect you and your players. Mm. So, the the card that we have drawn this time is, surprise, surprise, a basic land card. <laughs> it is a plains, but it is a very interesting artwork. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has, how would you describe it, various... Uh, fragments of mm. land floating at
0: what different floating angles, floating islands, yeah, floating fractured. They're they're all off at different angles, and mm. there's these sort of double obelisk, sort of uh, like a stretched D eight.
2: Yeah, mm. kind yeah. of floating around, kind of like a like a Sims, uh, the Sims icon, the icon, icon the yeah, that floats above mm. the, the active Sims head, uh, and it is either sunrise or sunset they may be falling into it or not. Or not. Who knows? That is up to us to decide. And our random word is interference. Mm. Uh, so, I'm interested to see what uh, you both have come up with. Do either of you have a pledge you want to share with the, the table?
0: Yeah. yeah. Go nuts.
2: Um, yeah, I saw this. I was
1: like, cool. Uh, this is a cool okay. card. Yeah, so I immediately had this image of these floating islands. And... Uh, <clears throat> and the word was interference so I sort of had this idea of like um, resonance and harmony and that even though it looks like from one perspective you could see that these like shards of islands are just floating chaotically in space I'm choosing to go with that they're all perfectly balanced and this is a world where you have these islands floating in empty space but they live in a perfect harmony and those those sort of like chrysalis type sims thingies are the resonators Right. and they sort of pulse out these waves of resonance and what that does is it keeps everything vibrating at the right frequency so all these things stay in order so the the shards of land can so move are they around.
2: are they are they keeping them there or are they taking advantage of the fact that they are placed perfectly uh i think that they're keeping them there okay. they're sort of like the overseers right
1: yep and um everything can move and if you want to move from one island to the other Um, You can, you just have to sing the right songs, so to speak, and join them together and
2: traverse across the land. Yeah. That's the mechanism there. Awesome. Okay, good pledge. Um, I will ask for a name when we come back to you for a turn. Scribbles madly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And what about you, Tully? Excellent. Well, I saw these floating islands and the word interference, and instead of discrete islands, what I thought was, this is actually one flat plane. But the way that you perceive it is that it is broken apart. So you walk to the edge of these planes and move past that and you appear on the edge of another. Cool. Oh, cool. And it is these obelisks, if you will, that are causing this visual interference. Mm. Okay, awesome. So it's like a hallucinatory... Yeah, it's, it's a it's a hidden... It's almost a maze where every part is visible. Yeah, right. Yeah, and you've
2: kind of got to figure out how the shapes fit together so that you can take the correct path to your goal. Awesome, yeah, that's a really interesting idea. Um, My idea is when I thought of interference, I thought sports, and then this I think would be a great setting for some sort of uh, enormous, like, game or team sport against uh in these floating islands and then these obelisks if we're calling them that they are something that if you get to one you get to roll a d8 and you get some sort of bonus or like boon or bane basically um so if you if you if you you might get uh, a fly speed for three turns, or you might, hmm. uh, or you might immediately plummet to the ground <laughs> and take <laughs> fall damage. Um, yep. That sort of thing. So it's, it's kind of it's part race, but also you have you, you're working with your team to control. Maybe it's to capture the flag, or mm. but I think it's if if the if it is a ball game, there's some sort of. Um, Floating orb that it just takes the merest touch and it will accelerate away from you, and so if it is intercepted, like it could get away from you very quickly. So you kind of have to plan out across these uh, floating islands like a strategy so that you get the best coverage, but also maybe take that gambit to get to an obelisk, mm. and so you can do something. Oh, cool. yeah. I, I'm
1: getting very Temple Run vibes.
2: Yeah, that sort of thing. Yeah, uh, and so this might not be. Uh, like a a whole campaign but it is sort of like uh, maybe an amusing side mission Mm, um, mm. or something for for a campaign
0: next up on that's not canon productions it's infernal sports ball (laughs) 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 you're running into the sun get the ball before you die (laughs) i love the idea of these these massive floating platforms and that's almost that There's there's less gravity that you can somehow hop between these. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So that's what I mean. Like
2: when when you're on the ground, you have you have purchase, but as soon as you're off, you're just kind of like in going in that one direction. So there is no gravity until you get to another platform, and then you can roll, pull, and fall forever (laughs) in some (laughs) odd direction. I mean,
0: fly forever, forever upwards.
2: Yeah, I as a DM. Would probably do that to a character yes <laughs> I don't like you you're exiled mm-hmm. to space yeah. <laughs> yes uh, and you can think about what you've done <laughs> well I like yeah. the idea that you jump
1: and if you you know if you jump at a three you go back to the earth but you jump at a four and you flip up onto the next
2: one yeah 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 yeah. Mm. so yeah so each island could have specific properties each obelisk could have specific properties and you can leave as much to it up to chance and as much as of it up to strategy as you need mm. um so uh, I'm going to call that Interference Ball. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I don't know why. Probably to work interference in, in there even, Probably. even harder. Yeah. Because that, I, don't, I, don't, I really like your guys' interference interpretation a lot better than mine. So. <laughs> I feel like I haven't even got to the interference yet. All right. Well, shall we work on a turn? Shall we? Absolutely. Ooh, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so explain, explain your, your pledge again. So my pledge is Mixolydia. Mixolydia. Uh, Yep.
1: And it's these um, floating islands, and they're sort of held in place in perfect harmony by these resonating obelisks. Mm. Um, That sort of, you know, let's let's say they play certain songs, they resonate at certain frequencies, and that holds these perfectly together. So if you were to smash apart a marble and then freeze it,
2: and it's sort of in this perfect state. Right. So this is like planet-wide. So it's kind of like a planet. So it's arranged for this uh, planet song so that there is some sort of uh, melody or harmony that's happening that is observed uh, to be perfect, in inverted commas. Yes. So I guess we need to figure out, like, who did this and why. Mm. Um, Mm -hmm. I guess that that would be a, a, a turn or, I guess, like, what... What happens to you if you enter this space? Like, do you is is a person entering it interference, and mm. will that mess it
0: up, or do you actually have to have some major impact to is mess this, this up? Some kind of cosmic house of cards that somebody's built, and one touch could send the whole thing crashing down. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I would
1: like
0: I, I like that idea.
1: Again, I don't know how this would work in a D anD campaign, but that's not up to me. Well no that's um, the
2: thing like so it's precisely up to you <laughs> I like <laughs> I I, shed I really many. like the idea that this is um this space is just like you said a marble mm. that is somehow having controlling an effect outside of itself yeah, yeah. so this could be like an uh, a focus for some giant ritual that uh, spellcaster is having and to interrupt the ritual you actually need to enter into this world mm. and and do something and disrupt it yeah so it, yeah. it could be a whole campaign like you discover that this is happening and then at the beginning of your campaign you go enter into this mixelodia world mm. and that is where you spend the next however long your campaign runs fixing this world to fix the world outside
1: Oh yeah. I, I like the idea that it's it's held in balance but it's on a yeah, it's on a precipice mm. and there is it's not quite the best song it could be sung and actually what you wanna do is get all the pieces back together. Yeah. The song yeah, yeah. is holding it together, but you know, it's exploded at some time in the past and so these these wizards or magicians have figured out, okay, well we've we've stopped the exploding, but we can't quite get it back together and you have to go in and find, okay, what's this song? The song of the planet it's going to bring all the pieces back.
2: Cool,
0: okay, yeah, back. yeah. So so perhaps it's this mixolydia, as you've, as you've called it, mm-hmm. it's, it's ringing in harmony, but you almost need to, to tune it into unison. Yes, yeah, yeah, you need the cadence. Yeah, <laughs> but in doing that, in that transit period, you are bringing it out of harmony. It's in discord mm. while you are fixing yeah. it. Yeah, so you've yeah, got to yeah. make things worse before they get it's better. It's a time trial.
2: excellent (laughs) uh so uh so this so obviously so this is contained in the larger world Mm -hmm. uh and so it has some effect on the larger world so while you're in there things are going to get bad Mm. before they get better
1: yes i would like to think that okay uh, yeah, matter might start to pull apart or... Yeah. Um, you know, you have to sort of constantly have this, like... You know, pieces start to fall out of the, the marble. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, a piece falls out of the marble, flies away into space, and then you have to readjust and um, recalibrate the, the song in some Create way. Create
2: more matter somehow mm. to fill the space or, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. All right. the Beautiful. maze.
0: Yes. So I'm thinking the shattered maze love it and what I'm thinking is right at the center of this almost as if it's at the center of the plane is we've got some beautiful scenery happening happening in the background <laughs> um, what is happening right in the center is you see uh, the focus of everything that is going on the obelisk yeah you've got these floating obelisks that are seemingly causing this this interference but on the one of the pieces of planes you see one and that's that's where you need to be to find your way outside but so you're like so this is this basically a prison you're you're trapped here it's a it's a prison of um not distraction um of illusion yeah Mm -hmm. a prison of illusion (laughs) where you can't find your way out Mm. And um, may- maybe even testing your, your character's knowledge of fairy tales. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> creating their breadcrumb trail.
2: Yeah, awesome. So in this maze that, so you're obviously someone controls it and you're banished here or, or mm-hmm. something uh, and you have to find your way through to this obelisk that is like a port key that gets you out
0: or is... Like, almost like the key to the map. Yep. It's, it's a way to, to decode what is going on, oh, where you're yep. moving. Cool. Right. And then you can see it in plain sight. Then you can see it in plain yep. sight. Or maybe it gives you some tool or something that when you get to
2: another obelisk, it will tell you which direction to head in. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So you find your way back.
0: Uh, a compass of sorts. Ah, yep. oh, there we go. Yeah, Yep.
2: Essential and a maze. Yes. Okay. Well, I guess with mine, if there's a game being played, mm-hmm. what is the prize? Like this is a a big game. It's a risky game. It's also a very, uh, I guess, a very spectator-friendly mm. game because there's going to be a lot of things happening. A lot of powerful people doing what they do. A following.
0: A following. Yes. If if you are if you win this game, you gain a following. You gain notoriety. Right. I would like to raise the stakes.
1: Not death. Is the. Uh it's the prize? Oh, you're playing so for your life. Mortality. Well, it's. <laughs> I'm thinking more of the um, gladiators in the Colosseum. Oh, like, so
2: everyone but you dies.
1: Uh, or if yeah, well, yes, essentially you play and, until and you die. <laughs> maybe you're falling into certain death, and by playing the
2: game correctly, uh, you escape. So kind of like uh, is a rollerball.
1: That's what I'm. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Like that. Uh, I was thinking of an old Arnold Schwarzenegger Yeah, film. that's what I was thinking. Yeah, is it, yeah. it Rollerball? I, I don't think it... I want to say... Is that He's in a suit. He's in a weird silver suit. That's yeah. all I can remember. Uh, uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> We've got a spectator <laughs> who is certain he doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Almost as certain as we all are that we don't know. <laughs>
0: Rollerball, essentially, yeah, yeah. essentially you're, yeah. You're a prisoner
2: or something like that. And okay, so you've been... So uh, similar to the maze, like you've been caught here. uh, I guess guess it's also a bit Hunger Games style as well. Mm. Uh, You're playing this sport. uh, I guess mm, I kind of like the idea that you enter into it voluntarily and like death is always on the table, but it's more of a you're entering it for a prize. Right. So whether it is like a genie that will grant you like one single wish Mm. or maybe you'll... granted eternal life like you eat of a fruit that gives you eternal life right are uh, you so you can't die of old age you can only die of mishap what what purpose do the obelisks serve again they are so they're either banes or boons so yeah. like if you can get through on your own skill you can get through on your own skill but mm. if if you if you're falling behind you can head to this and take the chances on whether
0: or not you're going to be get a bonus or it's going to to hurt you could the the prize be an obelisk, something like a deck of many things, where you can receive your bane or boon outside of the game?
2: Yeah, I like mm. that because they're t- tying it back into back what it into is. The game, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so you get an idea of what you can get from this thing, mm. uh, but also what it might do to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. It's an object
1: of immense power.
2: Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so what what do we have? We have the. Uh, the interference ball, we have the shattered maze, mm-hmm. and we have the Mixolodiaxolidia yeah. Mixolydia. Mixolydia. Um
0: how are we how are we twisting this into prestige? Mm. Well, I I think if we have a maze that people can't see their way in and out of, then there has to be something chasing them. Yeah. There is there is some in fact this is this was the original idea that I almost ditched was the interference is A creature that you can't quite see. Langoliers. Langoliers.
2: (laughs) Are you aware of that very old Stephen King reference? No, I'm not. (laughs) No, okay. So, Langoliers are the things that eat time behind you as you pass forward through it. They eat everything that's left behind. Cool. uh, (laughs) But that's the thing there. You can't really perceive them. You can just see things disappearing and uh,
0: behind you. So, you have Mm. to keep moving forward otherwise... And that's maybe the foil to setting your breadcrumb trail. Yeah. Is that there is something behind you, something following Mm. that you can't quite see. You don't know quite where it comes from. I like
1: that maybe you can't backtrack.
0: Yeah. You can't backtrack. You've just got to keep walking.
1: Mm. This really reminds me of a a trope used in this novel um, Pandora's Star by Peter Hamilton. Okay. Neither of you heard of that? No. Uh, They... um, Oh, the running man! Running the, man, there yeah, we go. there we <laughs> are. The running man <laughs> playing interference ball. <laughs> <laughs> go to the ball. Um, uh, I don't know. Yeah, this um, Pandora star. They have these sylvan woods where, when you walk through them, you have to know the right path through the woods, or you end up lost forever, walking around the woods. But if you do it correctly, you can go across different planets. Um,
0: mm, mm. So this is this is almost a long distance travel. Um, a way to to jump from place to place is yeah. by following these planes, but mm. you have to know where you're going. Yeah, otherwise you get eaten. <laughs> otherwise you get eaten.
1: <laughs> and so, like decoding
0: the the compass obelisks will be the way to do that. Maybe. So perhaps instead of one obelisk in the center, you actually need to follow a number. Mm. Yeah, and each of
2: them are puzzles. But yeah, so maybe you need to find your way to the first one, which will kind of give you a bit of a lay of the land. So you need to find the one that's connected to the land, and that that gives you the key to see which one you need to get to to find out where to go. Right, and if each, you go in the wrong order.
0: Yeah. And each obelisk is an encounter of sorts. Yeah. Whether yeah, it be yeah, a yeah. battle encounter, a puzzle encounter, something like that. This would be a very fun fantasy map to try and create. Mm.
1: Like, I'm just seeing all these shards and these weird ways and all these obelisks, and you have to get to the correct obelisk in the right order to be able to...
2: I think you and I have very
0: different concepts of fun. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, the way I'm doing I'm it is you create your plane, you break it off into shards and you give them just the shards while you keep the key to which piece is, yeah, where. To which is mm, where. Yeah, yeah right. Oh, so yeah. This
2: this is the tiny piece of map that you're on now. You've left it. Now yeah, you're here. on this one. <laughs> yeah, cool. Oh, I like that. Yeah, all the pieces are in... The
1: map is a puzzle, yeah. Of puzzle pieces, love it, love it. Ooh,
2: yeah, good. I'm going to leave that up to you or one of our fans to make that map. I ain't going <laughs> to do right. it. That's
1: right. I'm open for commissions, people.
2: <laughs> uh, so, how are we going to twist? Uh, how are we going to prestige Mixolydia?
1: Well, I had the the word interference as being some sort of s- like cosmic resonance that comes in and just fucks everything up. Mm. Um, which sort of did away within the turn, but I know uh, the goal of the prestige is to sort of like what twist it round or bring it to a close. Or-
2: prestige is, is sort of like how to flesh out the idea so that it can either be like a whole campaign or mm. how you're going to bring it into your campaign. Uh, yeah, um, right. So, I mean, an idea of that interference is that you are not the only ones in here. Is yep. that you've, you've come in here to fix it, but someone else has come in here to mess it up. Yes. Uh, so either, either the, the, the person who was originally um, at fault for uh, basically causing the destruction that has been frozen in time and you've been brought in here to fix it up, mm. that person has also found their way in here to undo your good work and maybe that is mm. it's kind of a cat and mouse and then you, maybe you're chasing them around to undo what they've done and then, you ha- yeah, the final confrontation is between the two of you right battle of the bands battle of the bands (laughs) um battle of the bandwidths i mean that's that's if you if you that the whole campaign is going to happen inside this this uh miniature world Mm. i think that's how you kind of get the outside world in here Mm. or it's someone else who can bring outside things in and whenever they do that it messes things up so they're not actually trying to undo what you've done or they're just trying to uh, basically bring things in to stop you yeah right yeah. discordant
1: harmonies yeah absolutely
2: yeah. Mm. so they're like yeah they're inserting a, a, a rogue mountain somewhere that you have to figure out a way to, to, to move. destroy yeah, yeah. or yeah. Move, move into the new harmony and you're like a
1: team of resonator technicians that are going to these obelisks and fine tuning their mm. their sort of frequencies so that everything starts to pull together and then all of a sudden something goes off in some weird yeah. way you're a team of bards yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, excellent. This is for the bard lovers out yeah. there yeah. who always wondered, why is there only one bard on oh, the team? Oh, no, but they don't
2: have anything to seduce. <laughs> what are they going <laughs> the <laughs> to do? The crystals. The skill changed my mind. <laughs> excellent. Well, cool. then I guess our Interference Ball. So we have the, the basic concept of the game. We have the why they're playing it. I guess it's how did it come about? Like how... Mm because this is vast so i'm imagining like this is hap- have, has to happen on like a, a plane where the regular laws of physics don't really apply like maybe the elemental plane of air or the astral plane or mm. the celestial plane and that kind of opens things opens things up into like how and why whether it was just kind of like maybe a godling's play toy that was just mm. adopted by uh, another being after it was abandoned or something like that. <laughs> I like that. Like after something was just destroyed
1: and then some other thing came along, it was like, yeah, I can make a game out of this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'll make yeah. these people run across all these
2: fractured islands. <laughs> and I'll give them a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: I'll give them my shittest toy,
2: which is their ultimate treasure. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think so. if we incorporate that back into, like is there someone overseeing this or is it just kind of like a a cosmic vending machine like if you if if you manage to get to to the other end and sacrifice these other people that have not who didn't win do you just get it like it's just a trial that exists or is there someone that oversees it and says this team will be up against this team Mm. and the winner will receive blank
1: I always really like it when things that are important to humans or players are trivial yeah. pursuits in the eyes of the
0: gods. This, um, this item is the ball, and what you what you win at the end is just you keep the ball you played with. <laughs> so you, yeah, you have to get
2: the ball through the goalpost at the other end, and it's yours. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> I like that.
2: Yeah. All right. Well, I, that's that's all three prestiged. Uh, so we had Mixolydia, mm-hmm. we had the Shattered Maze, and we had the it, the Celestial Interference Ball, the <laughs> best name of all, I'm going to say. <laughs> it's the most descriptive. <laughs> it
0: is definitely the most descriptive. Uh, <laughs> don't.
2: Don't pander to me.
0: Next to the shattered maze.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so thanks for joining us, James. Um, you can find James's work at
1: Brisbane Treasure Hunt Society in Instagram and Facebook. It's BrisbaneExplorers because okay. I uh, thought, hey, why don't I make it difficult for people to find me? Mm. Um, but, but if you just that
2: ca- itself is a treasure map.
1: It's puzzle. It's puzzle. All about the puzzles. <laughs> it's not great for a reach, but uh, it makes it makes me happy. Uh, yeah, Brisbane Treasure Hunt Society and any of the social medias and you'll find
2: me. Wonderful. And thank you, Tully. Thank you very much for having me. And I've been C. Weber. If you want to use any of these in your games, you are 100% free too. If you want to use it in any other context, you need to get in contact with us. Uh, we are distributed under a Creative Commons license, which means please don't change it without our express permission. But feel free to use it in private in your games All that you like. I've been Zane C. Weber and we will be back here, same time, same place, next week. You can find us on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter or at our home in the web, that's not canon.com forward slash hooked. Until then, everyone, bye. Au revoir.